When someone experiences trauma, a lot goes on inside them on the neurological level. And even after leaving the abuser, the narcissist or the trauma-inducing situation, they have difficulties with regulating emotions, their thought processes, or in carrying themselves in general. And as a result of all of what they have experienced, they start believing that they are broken, dysfunctional, and not normal or abnormal. Therefore, it becomes very important for us as survivors to really understand what goes on when we experience trauma, what goes on in our brain, so that we can change that shame into compassion, that dysfunctionality into resilience, and that brokenness into strength and perseverance. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional, and today I'll be talking about how your brain encodes an experience as trauma and what happens after it encodes the experience as traumatic. Although there are many approaches out there that explain how the trauma gets encoded, yet there are other approaches which are very simple to understand, to explain and to the point. I'll be using one such approach today to explain the process of traumatization. And the approach goes with the acronym of EMILY. EMILY is an acronym where E stands for event, M stands for meaning, L stands for landscape, and I stands for inescapability. And I'll be explaining each one of them in just a minute. For something, for an experience to uh, get encoded as a trauma, to begin with, it has to have the potential to be greater than the resources available within us to deal with the uh, hard or tough circumstances. Therefore, the event comes into the picture. The event has to be a kind of perceived threat to our integrity or our existence or our survival in general. An event can be, you know, on a more general level, it can be someone pointing a gun at us or surviving an accident or having to experience someone's death. Yet on more subtle level, it can be abandonment, it can be betrayal, it can be the feeling of being trapped, not just physically, but also internally on a mental level. It can be the fear of open places, it can be anything that triggers a trauma response. And when the event is heavy enough, big enough, the second criteria that has to get fulfilled is the meaning that we associate with the event. Meaning is basically the attachment with something. It is a possibility of losing something that you are attached with. For example, if someone betrays you, that can mean that you have lost the dream that they showed you in the beginning, speaking more in terms of narcissistic abuse. If someone shifts from being really loving and available and caring and, you know, transitions into a selfish, a careless and an absent partner, 
you could attach a meaning you know that it it is a shattering of who you are the shattering of the dreams it's again it comes to the loss of something that was or is valuable to you and when this happens the other important factor that comes in is the landscape of your mind landscape is basically the neuroelectrochemical state of your mind in simpler terms it means how primed your mind is already to the stressful experience how vulnerable are you on the level of your brain cells it's like have you experienced anxiety or are you experienced chronic stress and anxiety do you have ptsd is your life very stressful do you have pain conditions and all of that decides like the landscape of your mind it decides kind of the direction that it's going to take you know when making the meaning of the experience that you were or are exposed to now i'd like to point out here that it's more unconscious that you being conscious of it it happens on a level that you are not uh, aware so saying that you do it consciously you traumatize yourself that doesn't make sense here after this like the third criteria also meets one more thing that comes into the picture and plays an important role of course is the notion whether or not you are able to escape the situation it's i that stands for inescapability inescapability on a more rigid level or surface level would be can you physically move yourself out of the situation it's like if you are in a prison you can't leave so it's inescapable and you know when it comes to the situation with the narcissist it's like is the narcissist so physically dangerous that they, you can't leave the house or you can't leave the situation physically yet more on subtle levels it's like do you feel emotionally trapped do you feel that even though you are physically free but emotionally and psychologically you are tied with them and there the term trauma bond comes in that is a kind of inescapability it's like the kind of feeling that you are stuck that makes it all traumatic so taking all these four criterias an experience or an event turns into a trauma or is encoded as trauma now what happens after something is encoded uh, as trauma is that your mind goes into the state of hypervigilance or into the state of defense the memory is not integrated yet it is stuck that's why it keeps coming back in the forms of flashbacks be it visual flashbacks or emotional flashbacks and when your mind and body is stuck in that moment when the trauma happened it re keeps reliving it again and again whenever something reminds you of that what happened in the past and the reminder can be either visual your auditory or kinesthetic or you can just smell it is kinesthetic is like feeling if something makes you feel a certain way you start feeling that way if you see something like an object a uh, color an image that resembles with that you get triggered if you smell something you get triggered if you hear something similar 
to that situation you get triggered so it's like your mind reacting to the past even though you are in present to your mind it has never ended to your mind it's still going on as it is stuck in the state of that trauma memory i hope this has helped you to become aware of what is happening inside you and that you are not crazy you are not broken you are just hurt and all these defenses are your armor like an like a soldier wears his armor or her armor when they go to a battle to a war because they have to otherwise they wouldn't survive so that is the same thing your defenses are your the the ways to protect you the next time when i will again talk with you i will talk about what is the way out how to unstuck yourself there comes a point of de-traumatization the breaking this cycle once for all you are resolving the trauma memory and what are the approaches out there till then let the healing begin